Hello and welcome to Women Empowering Women. I'm your host, Maricela Mendoza. Thank you so much for joining me today. I wanted to take a moment to say Happy Easter to everyone and hope you enjoyed your time with your family and friends. I also wanted to make a special announcement. My good friend Paola just became a private practice therapist. So if you are wanting to sign up for some one-on-one therapy or group therapy, she is available to help you. So please check out her website at www.madricounseling.com. I definitely recommend. Now, to get started on our third episode today, I have a special guest. I am so thrilled and honored to introduce Alexis Fu. Thank you so much for joining us today. So tell us, Alexis, a little bit about yourself. Hi, Mari, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, to kind of introduce a little bit about myself, I'm, me and Mari know each other for a very long time. Um, I'm, we're actually cousins. And we grew up, we're, we're a lot like sisters now, so I'm really, really happy to be able to talk on this podcast. A little bit about myself, um, I am 28 years old, and I was born in Pomona, uh, so I live in Cali- Southern California right now. Um, a little about my family, I've been blessed to have such a supportive family. I have a father, mother, brother, sister, and an amazing husband. Um, I graduated from APU, this is a Pacific University, with a bachelor's in English, and I've been a and my first job was as a teacher. So I was a teacher for about 10 years. And then I started pursuing, pursuing another career in real estate. So that's where I am right now, a real estate agent. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. So um, jumping to our first question, I have, a question yes. I have a question for you. So what got you interested in getting an English major? And what got you into making that change into real estate? So growing up, one of my biggest interests um, was actually traveling. And one of the places I really wanted to travel growing up was Japan. Um, I had really loved the whole culture, the food, the people that I met when I was growing up. Um, anything about Japan, I just fell in love with ever since I was the age of five, starting with Pokemon. <laughs> that was I remember the, that. That was the first thing I <laughs> fell in love with. And then... It's, it's weird how that progressed in, in college. I said, you know, I, I just want to visit Japan. That's the one thing I wanted to do. So I talked to everyone that I could and they say, well, if you want to live in Japan, you had to be a teacher. So I said, okay, well, I guess I'm being a teacher. Uh-huh. So um, they said that one of the best ways is to become an English major. So I, be, I got an English major, got my bachelor's um, with a concentration in teaching. And then just like you, Mari, I kind of worked my way up. So I was, I was a tutor and then I became an aide um, and I did that for about three years. And then after that, I got hired on as a full-time kindergarten teacher and I taught all, all grades from kindergarten to high school. Um, but kindergarten is the best because they just love you so much. <laughs> from Aww. little five and six year old, they just love you a lot. Um, so after that, I got a full-time job as a kindergarten teacher I, I just watched everyone that I could in terms of teaching, you know, one of the best ways to, to be good at a job is just to watch everyone mm-hmm. and try and be, try and learn from their mistakes and from how good they are and kind of take the good stuff, you know, and try to be a really good um, leader or person, whoever you are in your job. And you, you try to excel at that. So, um, I had a lot of amazing people there at, at the schools I was teaching at, and they helped me really, really well to, to excel at that. And then after a few years of teaching kindergarten, 
Um, my husband and I really wanted to move to Japan finally in the summer times.、Um, I was actually teaching English in Japan, and my husband's a baker and he's always wanted to learn Japanese pastries. So we decided, you know, it was a couple years in our marriage. We wanted it, we wanted it before we had kids. We wanted to try living in Japan full time. So we prayed about it and prayed about it because I know it would be something so hard to kind of jump into.、Um, just Leaving a whole, our whole family behind, living in Japan for who knows how many years. We weren't sure how long it was, it was going to be, but we, we felt this pull to go there, either to help, you know, help, the, chil- help the children there, you know,、mm-hmm. wh- whatever way we could help people there, we wanted to try and pursue, you know, our, our dreams there. So we went there, we lived there for a few years, and then my husband and I decided, you know, we, we kind of got that out of our system. We did, we, we did really well in Japan, we met a lot of great people. And we decided we wanted to settle down. So we came back home and <laughs> when I started having kids, and on my salary as a teacher and his salary as a baker, it honestly wasn't really going to fulfill our dreams. We, wanted, we had a lot of big aspirations we wanted to, we wanted to do.、Um, I wanted to build my own, we wanted to build our own dream home. He wanted to open up his own bakery. And、um, so my, my father has actually been in real estate for over 30 years. And it's something I always got a little bit of interest in. So I thought, you know what?、Um, let's, come back to, let's come back from Japan.、Um, my husband's going to continue his bakery job over here. And I'm going to try real estate and see how I do.、Um, I got my real estate license in 90 days. It was super、wow. easy. It was, it, was, it was awesome. I had a great mentor, obviously, my father. And.、Um, That's how it started from there. And, and it, was, it was a very drastic career change. It was very, very difficult for me at first because I, you know, talking to five year olds and then talking to adults is very different. <laughs> Absolutely.、Um, but then some people might say that's not very different. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it, was, it, it was a really hard transition.、Um, but that's, that's, that's a little bit about how I changed from teaching to. To, um, real to real estate. But I, I will say that I do still use a lot of the skills that I learned from my first career to now. So,、oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, now、um, going, I know you kind of said about the transition from going to English major to、mm-hmm. real estate and some of the、um, challenges. What, were, what would you say was one of the biggest challenges that you face、um, in your career? Either while you were teaching or currently now in real estate, did you have like a challenge that you had and that you overcame? Yes,、um, definitely. I think with teaching, it was a very gradual workup where、um, I had my challenges. You know, people wouldn't really guess it now, but I, I, I'm, I'm pretty introverted、um, when it comes to speaking to people. Okay. I get, I get sweaty. I get, I get nervous. I sometimes want to cry. So, when I, I, you know, when I was a kid and growing up, I wanted to be like a marine biologist. I wanted to have a job where I wasn't near people or talking to people all the time because I was so nervous talking to people. But after, you know, finding out how amazing it is to teach to little kids, I really wanted to continue to pursue that career. So, when I started doing that, I started overcoming that fear of talking and just, and just kind of putting myself out there and literally praying every single day, give me the strength, Lord, give me your spirit, Lord, as I speak to these kids. And I was able to overcome that. And as, I, as, you know, as time went on and on and on, I was really able to build that confidence as a teacher because I had that gradual, you know, 10 years of, 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 of practice and mentorship and watching people and learning from my mistakes、mm-hmm. and all that. 
But I would say the one of the first real big times, besides the time I was in Japan and adjusting to that whole lifestyle, the first <laughs> really nerve-wracking time I had in my career was becoming a real estate agent. Um, because, like I said, it was such a drastic change. Mm-hmm. Um, like calling people on the phone, I was terrified of. Um, the contracts I had to learn. All the different, all the completely different things I had to do. The first first six months were terrifying. Even though I had, you know, my father, he was a, a he's an amazing mentor. My mother as well. She does she does real estate too. I was like, I, it was so hard for me. I. I just had no confidence whatsoever. You know, every, every time I, I, I started doing some kind of transaction, there was always something I didn't know, always something I was lacking. You know, it was always something that, that I felt like, man, if only I knew this, I, I could do better at it. And it was about six months um, of just really just, I, I went and I watched every video I could. I listened to every person that I could. I made a lot of mistakes. I asked my dad millions of questions every single day and that's what it takes to really become, I guess, I wouldn't say I'm a master at my craft now, but it really takes to overcome that fear of something new, trying something new. Is you, just, you just have to go in for it, go into it all the way and just give it your all. Just, just no, you don't have, you know, don't hold on to that fear of, oh, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail. Because mm-hmm. you will fail, but mm-hmm. when you fail, you come back stronger. You know what to do next time, right? So I just, I just learn as much as I can. And it's been about two years as a real estate agent and I have, a, <laughs> I still have much to learn, but I have a whole lot more confidence than I did before and, and a lot more freedom. One of the biggest reasons I became, I, I transitioned from, um, teacher to um, real estate agent besides, I know it sounds really greedy besides the money, um, is the amount of freedom I had with it. I can, you know, I could dictate my own schedule. You know, my husband and I are trying for kids now. So I, I want to be able to be in my kids' lives and be there for them and, and kind of teach them at home as well. So, um, yeah, just having the confidence to do something can be really hard to start, especially when it's something new. But you just, you have to push yourself. And then you'll be really surprised at what you, what you, what you can accomplish. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, kudos to you oh, for overcoming your challenges. <laughs> it was scary. Very, and not very letting scary. You pull you down. <laughs> it was a hard. It was a hard first six months, but yeah. Awesome. <laughs> what would you say motivates you every day? Even though there's days where you're like, oh, I don't feel hundred percent. Like, what motivates you? I really like this question. Um, I think there's there's two things, and and if if you guys are are people of faith or even if you're not i think you kind of you can you might be able to kind of see where i'm coming from with the, for this um there is no way i can get through any day without prayer there's no way like there's the lord is is the is the person that he he's able to get me through every single day i mean I may seem like really confident, you know, a strong person, but I'm actually very weak. And because of his strength and me praying every single day, he's able, he, I'm able to get through every day because of him. Um, he's, there's no way I can get through any day without him. So um, I rely on him through anything, even if it's something so small, minute conversation that's coming up or something like a big, huge decision, whatever it is, I just, I pray about it all the time. So that helps, he helps me through everything. Another really big thing is, uh, my husband, um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's been my support through everything. Um, along with my mom and my dad, 
you know, because of, because of them instilling the values that they did in me, I think, um, I was able to be led to, to, you know, to my husband and we were drawn together and we got married about six, almost six years ago. Mm-hmm. And he supported me through everything, every dream that I've had, every aspiration that I've had. He's always asking me if I, if I need help with something, always supporting me no matter what he's, He's just an amazing man. So my husband's been my support. So I'm really grateful for him. That's so <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. It's good to have, um, you know, when you find that partner that is going to be with you in the good and the bad. Yes. And is going to yes. push you through those tough days, then you know that's your soulmate. Exactly. Just like you said, in the, in the good and the bad, it, it can't just be where, you know, you're just re- you're rejoicing in the good, rejoicing in the good, but there's there's the bad times too, and you and once you get through that together, and you put your put your faith in God, and you get through that together, all three of you, it's 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 amazing what can come out of it. So definitely, yeah. And it's a really good um, example of putting your love at test. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> to see how strong you guys are together, so especially um, when when we were in Japan. Um, really, really quick note. Um, when I lived in Japan, we lived in Japan for two years, and I was a teacher, and he actually had a pastry job there. Um, the one we thought we were going to Japan to meet people, you know, to to maybe make a difference in people's lives there, kind of do some kind of missionary work there. But when we came back, we realized the main reason why we went to Japan was to strengthen the relationship between us as husband and wife. Because, you know, we dropped everything. We, we, we brought no other family with us. It was just him and I for two years. Mm-hmm. And that, <laughs> it's, it's changed our relationship so much in a good way. So, yeah. It's gotten yeah. stronger. A lot stronger. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's great. <laughs> how, how do you empower the women in your life? Mm, that's a really good one. Um, so a couple, a couple of people that I have in my life that, that I always, that I, I always, I always try to, to, to motivate, um, if I can, you know, you know, as a, if you're, no matter what age you are, you could always find someone who you can put your wisdom in, who you can speak to, um, especially if they're younger than you as well. Mm-hmm. And I notice that with teaching or with even people in your life, like your, if you have a sister or, or, or even a brother or any, anyone else that that's around you in your life. Um, you could always offer some kind of wisdom to them. Um, so like something that I, I know I spoke, spoke, about, spoke about it already, but, um, prayer is the way that I'm able to encourage two people that I, that I, that I always try to encourage are, are my two sisters. So I have my sister Bella and then my other sister Shirley from China. And, um, one thing that I've noticed is that the power of prayer has, on their lives, especially because they're, they're still in high school. One of them is in college, one of them is in high school. Mm-hmm. So the power of prayer and just being there for, for them. Because especially these younger women, they just need to have someone to talk to. Not even someone to just share wisdom, but just someone that they can listen to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just the biggest thing you can do for another person is just listen to them, um, especially if they're younger than you. So just listening to people and just offering wisdom when you can. So just be a good listener, I would say. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of value in, you know, having that communication and having someone that they trust and they can look up to or, um, someone they can go to for guidance. Like you said, they are young. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that's amazing that you have that bond between you guys. So, yes, very beautiful. Thank you. Um, so growing up, did you have a role model that you looked up to? Um, if you did, who it was and why? 
Okay, I actually have three. I wrote okay. down, but I, I won't. I won't go too much into them. But I just I want I want to make sure I said all of them. Um, so my mother, um, my mother was actually my role model for me during my teaching uh, my teaching career. Um, she's the most selfless, amazing, beautiful woman inside and out. That's just I've never met someone who just just self, selflessly serves others in a way where she expects nothing in return because she gets joy out of the joy that they get. So I was, I told myself, you know, when I have kids, and this is before I was even a teacher, I want to be just like my mom. If I could just be a fraction of what my mom is, then I know I'm going to be a successful mom. And I kind of took the way her energy, the way she, her, her tough love. Cause she, you know, in order to be, <laughs> be a good teacher, you got to be tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially with little kids. Um, I took everything that she gave to me as a child and I put it all into those kids and those and those because of that those kids succeeded just abundantly just just abundantly throughout the years I taught them they could feel how much I genuinely just loved them and I really really do and it's all because of my mom and then um for my real estate career I would say for my father so I remember growing up, I actually told myself, I'm never going to be a real estate agent because it seems so boring. I'm like (laughs) on the phone all day, just calling, calling, driving to houses is boring. But then, um, and my dad was always on the phone and, and I'll be honest, I kind I was kind of resentful because he was always on the phone as a kid. But then later in life, when, when I, when I became a real estate agent and I, I started working with my dad I started to listen to what he was speaking about on the phone. He serves all the people in his life just with everything that he has. Whenever he talks to a client, whenever he talks to an agent, he gives his all to them. No matter no matter what what it is. It's and it's not about money. It's not about money at all. He he he, he gets he fills that happiness by serving others. And so when I start to really listen to his phone calls and see what he does for people behind the scenes without anyone looking, I, I, I was just in awe and I just had so much admiration for him. I mean, you know, it's, it, you know, whenever you do something good, you want people to notice, right? You want people to notice, say like, oh yeah, I did this, I succeeded, but he's not like that. He'll do stuff. He doesn't look for any payback. He just does it because it's out of the goodness of his heart. So I really, he, that's, that's my role model for real estate. <laughs> Definitely um, agree. And then as a child, okay, I, I, I have to say this. As a child, it was you, Mari. Uh, what? <laughs> so growing up, growing up, okay, I'll tell you guys a little bit about, about me, me and Maricela. Um, she's about, wait, how much older are you than me? Four years? Four years. Four years older uh-huh. than me. Um, and we grew up, we were, we were, we were, we were tight-knit as, as kids. And growing up, I looked at Maya. I was like, oh my God, I want to be just like Maya. She's so beautiful. The way she talks, the way she walks, she's just amazing. And I always wanted to be just like you when I was growing up as a little kid. Always, Maddie. Oh, wow. Yeah, always, always, always. You're, you're, like, you're like my big sister. I, I'm, I'm the oldest of, of the three, so I, didn't, I never had a big sister. So. And, and it's funny because you know, after we got, I got into high school and college, you and I didn't talk too much. But then after that and I got married, you and I connected again. And it's like a whole new relationship. And I'm just so grateful that we have that, that bond again. Cause I, I look up to you even now for how, you know, how, how successful you've gotten in your career in such a short amount of time and what you've gone through, you know, with, with your family and your father and all that. I just really admire you for all that, for just being strong in that. So 
Thank you so no much. Crying, yes. No crying, but yes. No crying, No tears guys. on the podcast. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So beautiful. And um, I always saw you as a little sister, so yeah. I'm glad you saw me as a big sister. Yes. So forever. <laughs> now we can share these uh, stories with our future kids. Yes, yes. And hopefully they have that same bond that we have. I hope so, too. <laughs> um, my last question I have for you is, mm-hmm. what advice do you have for young women? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait one second. Yes. Okay. Okay. I, I, wrote, I wrote this down. It's, it's really short because yeah. I, I wanted... Young, I, I, when, I was, when I was thinking about this, I said, you know, young women... Me, me as a young woman when I was in high school, I never felt like I was enough for anything. I didn't feel like I was beautiful enough. I never felt like I was good enough. I never felt like I was enough. And I have to tell every single woman that's listening that you are beautiful, you are enough, and you can do it. You can, no matter what other what people said, whatever, whatever your mind is telling you that's holding you back from doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. all that is lies. You can do it. And you're beautiful, and you are enough. So I, that, that was for you and for the little 16-year-old girl of, of me when I was little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for um, taking some time today yes. and sit down with me <laughs> and kind of like talk about your career. Um, I, I wanted to also add, um, where do you currently work for? I know you said you're real estate, but what company do you work yes, for? Yes, I work with EXP Realty. Um, so if, if any of you guys are ever real interested in getting to real estate or, you know, having it part time or full time, you, you know, feel free to, you can go ahead and, and does she, do they have a way to message you or something like that? Go me- message Madi. I, she can give you my information. doesn't matter where you are in the world. Our, our company is in all 50 states and 10 other countries. So if you're ever interested in getting real estate, into real estate i'm your girl and you can have some amazing financial freedom so i, I would love to kind of give you give you some some tips on that so yes can you share your email do you have your email oh sure um or yeah uh maybe my website would be better okay. um, j- just because my email is a little hard to remember um it's alexishomefinder.com and that alexishomefinder.com that's going to have my phone number my email everything on there so hit me up, please. I would love to talk to you guys. <laughs> yes, definitely. Please follow her and um, get some information if you're looking into getting your real estate license. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of great things about EXP. So make sure to um, get connected with Alexis. Yes. Too. And I wanted to say thank you, everyone, for joining us today and listening to our episode three. I look forward to um, sharing with you all episode four. So stay tuned. And I hope everyone has a beautiful day. Thank you. Bye.